You're listening to Voss and Bonnie's My Wife Hates Me on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too. Test. Go ahead, test yours. Do it louder. I don't. I, I, <clears throat> look, you can just start talking, and you can tell if it works or not. So we don't. I, I can't argue about this. Everybody likes to hear testing in the beginning of something. Whenever you're doing, you know, a TV show or right. Some they kind always of start a TV show with testing. No. Every time you 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 that's you know what you're so right. I forgot about that. No, I mean when we're taping something. They King go, of Thro- uh Game of Thrones always starts. King of Thrones. King of good, Thrones. I'm glad you caught me making a mistake. This is good King for of your Thrones. ego. Uh, what was the other good mistake you made? What the fuck is hair? White hair in my mouth from? I don't There's know. There's always hair around. There's always hair in my mouth. I always find hair in my mouth. Uh, I like the other day when you said, uh, what did you say the other day? Uh, I, you know, I have so many things to choose from. That complete blunder. That uh, uh, when you said, it's good. Mm-hmm. You don't remember? No, I don't remember. Come on, I was gonna write it down. Well, why didn't you write it down? I did. It's in no, my you car. Didn't. You told me to write it down. No, I wrote it down in my car. You said, "Oh, oh," you know when when people try to launder money. Oh, I said when they, clean what? money. I go, what's it called when you clean money? <laughs> when you try to lawn, lawn, launder money. What a money. terrible, what a horrible wow. mistake I made. Thank God you remembered that for 17 days. Wow. Oh, boy, I can't wait to tell people about this. She said clean money <laughs> instead of launder. Hmm. Yeah, clean money. You know, there was a, a charity you were telling me about how they were trying to hide and clean money. I clean my money most of the time. Like when I get home at night after I do a gig, like when I get yeah, because you probably slobbered on it. Especially like CD money, I'll clean it off. I, sometimes I'll I'll send it through the washing machine, you know, because everybody wants clean money. I understand the concept of laundering. I oh, just couldn't remember the term. Well, no, some people take their money to the laundromat. I clean it. At I'm home. actually happy for you. I'm Why? happy that because I'm happy that you get to have this moment. Well, you think that's the only mistake? You make mistakes nonstop. I don't make mistakes nonstop. I'm just saying, you know. Daily. And you, you you come off. And we discussed the other day that uh, you're a snob. No, I didn't say I was a snob. Yeah, she said I act snobby or people think I'm a people snob. People think I'm a snob. And I bet you from this podcast they can tell that you're a snob. And it's weird to be a snob when you have... Well, I don't care what these commoners think of me. It See? Does that seem snobby? It's weird to be a snob when you're not rich. It is. It's. It's. I guess you're not so much snobby as eccentric. Eccentric? You're not eccentric in, in any aspect. It, if you're not... What's eccentric mean? Do you know? 
Yeah, kind of like uh, eccentric. He's eccentric. Like Thurston Howell III on Gilligan's Island. wasn't ex- He was eccentric. You, well, know? you think you have to be rich to be eccentric? No, you could be, you know, different, you know, not the norm, kind of like... Mm. Weird. Be fitting those categories. Weird, and mm-hmm. you know, just you see things in a different light. You see things in a different way. You know, you know, most eccentric people wear ascots. Really, that's yeah. one of the traits of an eccentric. Most person? eccentric people wear ascots, and 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 hold a pipe. A lot of them smoke pipes, not corn cob pipes, like a regular pipe. Like if you have a corn, I can't do this. I you can't. can't do it. I can't do this for another fifty minutes or whatever we have to do. Okay, well let's start discussing things the way we discuss them. Go ahead, bring up something. And I'll discuss. You always it. try to push it on me, but I I know who we can give our shout out to this week. Hmm. Our comic shout out. Who? Tom Shalou. Let's give it to Tom Shalou. Tom Shalou. Yeah, we're big fans of Tom Shalou, and. uh we kept telling him he was going to be in our movie. Last time I saw him, he irritated me. Why did he irritate you? I don't remember. You remember you guys had that meeting for some show you were trying to put oh, together? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I felt he had condescended to me in that meeting. Really? I don't care. Because I wasn't really supposed to be in the meeting. But remember you guys were all like, we need to get a hot girl. We need to get a hot girl for the show. He was really like, we need a hot girl. Yeah. And then um, later he was like, Bonnie could do it. But I didn't want to do it, and I don't think I'm a hot girl, but he was saying it like that I might be getting mad. I don't remember that. I remember him saying we need a hot girl. I don't remember him offering you as the hot girl. So... You wanna, just because I was wearing shorts. and like You want to take back... And then I felt like... Then it felt like Dude, I'm a dude. Like, don't let these shorts fool you. Just keep wearing short shorts. Can you talk up, please? Nobody wants to hear mumbling. You mumble. I think That's people why. can hear it. No, you're mumbling and you're talking soft, and it, you don't answer your phone when people call you. You mumble and you and you and, and you get on. It it's really infuriating. I leave my phone on vibrate because it's rude to have. No. It on ring. No, it isn't. If you have a cell phone, I it's hate so when people. I hear people's phones ring. I want to go kick them in the face. Yeah. Well, n- you never answer your phone. I well, called you yesterday. One of the, that's one of the, unfortunately, that's the downside of I'll, always having your phone on vibrate. You know, I did everything in my power, which I didn't yell at you yesterday because it was Mother's Day, but you were at the store and I was calling you and I wanted you to pick up yogurt, but how would you know that if you don't answer your phone? So I talked to you at one point between forget. stores when I was at at the the one um the farmers market to and then the grocery store in between those two I spoke to you and I didn't hear anything about yogurt. I forgot and then I thought about it and I called you. What's going to happen is I'm going to take away your phone privileges. Like for a day to show you to te- teach you a lesson that that's the reason you have a phone so people can contact you. And if you don't have it on ring then you can't hear it. So I don't want to have to do that. Take away your phone privileges for a day, but I might have to. Now, I think you're mixed up, honestly, on what your position in this relationship is. You think you're you think you're the head of the household or something? Like you can take away people's phone privileges? I could take away many. You can take privileges. away Raina's phone privileges. That's it. Or your girls, because. 
because you pay for their phones. See what I mean? You won't talk up even after I tell you to talk up. I'm right on the mic. I'm I'm, I'm kissing the mic, baby. So we're giving Tom Shalou our weekly shout out. You don't want to do Tom Shalou? I mean, it's up to you. I I'm a fan. We could always go to somebody. Remember when we were doing the documentary, we were going to have a part in the documentary? Like we were just talking about it. I was just like talking it through as we were driving to New York one time. I was like, maybe we could do this thing where we have a scientist. And then I you, you that immediately I called Tom Shalou before I even finished talking. No. And I was like, don't call me yet. And you were like, we're doing this thing. We want you to do it. And then it never. we never did it in the documentary because it was just like one of those early you know, things. And then I think he was upset by that. A bet that you did that to him because later he remember he told us that we were going to do a show of his and then we never did it. No, it's like he got us back. What show were we going to do of his? I don't remember, but he called us up about some show that we were going to do for him, and then. All right, so we're not going to give him our shout it out. Never happened. Well, no, I mean, in a way, he was right because we did it to him; he did it back. But it's your. But I get to condescend to him for one. Time now, but it's your week to pick. Anyhow, what comic do you want to give a shout out to? I picked him the last two weeks. Oh no, you picked Alan Havy last week. Oh, I don't care. This is such a dumb thing to do. It's like you want to hear that. This is really creative and interesting that we're doing now on the podcast. No, it's we're picking out. I bet that's something you say on radio interviews. You got to listen to our podcast now. It's really cool. We do a shout out. To just some random comic that we like. Do you do that? You do no. probably. Yeah. No, because I just started it. I just like helping other comics out. You like in your mind, you're like, this is so alternative and cool. I fucking don't think it's all. I fuck alternative. I think it's alternative. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm trying to be alternative. Yes. Ugh. Yeah, just like you're trying to be mainstream. Is that what you're trying to do? Be mainstream. And I'm work? not trying to do anything. Barely doing shit. Why wow, you had a, a show Barely last speaking into the mic as as you pointed out. Tell us about times. your show up in, in uh, last week up in Yonkers. Don't bring up. Somebody fucking tweeted me today that I was the worst comedian they'd ever seen. <laughs> no, and, they didn't. And I favorited their tweet. <laughs> no, they because didn't. <laughs> I, the guy was right on. And then he wrote, "No offense." Um, <laughs> he said, and you favored it because I felt like he was right. He was right. I might have been. For those people sitting in that audience at Yonkers, I might have been the worst comedian there. Like, if I had been sitting in there and saw what they were seeing, like, through their eyes, well, I couldn't imagine. I was like, who would hire this person? Well, how did it start off Take from the beginning? Didn't you get there an hour early first? Okay, first the car comes and picks you up, which is nice. I was very sick. You had it yesterday. I, I have it still. I'm okay, still sick. yeah. Or else so I'd be playing how- golf. So you know how if I felt. I slept most of the way there in the car and then got there. They got me there an hour early. I guess they have to. They don't know what the traffic's going to be like. So I'm just sitting around. I'd already eaten, so I didn't need to eat or anything. Then the other, And you get free food there. Yeah. Then the comedians you know, show up, and Dustin Chafin is the MC, and I can't remember the other guy's name, Josh Myers or something like that. And... Uh, I don't know, they're fine. You know, they're both like, whatever. Dustin doesn't care about anything. And uh, Josh was a little nervous, but I was like, eh, who cares? Why was he nervous? Well, he wasn't in the beginning. In the beginning, he was very like, 
I do urban rooms and I'm fine. I can do this and stuff. And then as it got closer to the time to go on, like when Dustin was on, he started getting nervous. You know, he was like had some hubris going and then that like, you know, eked out his pores and he was just like this shell of a human. So I said, who cares? Just go up and whatever. So he went up and he's very like frenetic and, you know, I don't know if it's... Energetic or... Frenetic more than energetic. What the like, fuck is that? Like he's just going from one topic to another really fast. He <laughs> doesn't, you know, I don't know. I mean, at one point he was using the mic stand to like pretend he was ejaculating and he'd like run through the audience like pretending to ejaculate. And he stuff. went off the stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the mic he stand? He brought someone on stage to do an Irish jig. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So. He'll never get a shout out. <laughs> he already did. Wait. So you had a comic before you running out to the audience. Yeah. Then bringing someone on stage. Yeah. What the fuck? How horrible! Don't bring anybody on stage. That's fine. Com- I no, didn't it care. isn't. I fine. honestly didn't care because it's, just, it's survival at that point. It wasn't the it's greatest. Not survival. I'm sure he's done it at the best gigs he's ever done on the planet. Okay, he didn't just ad lib that. Okay, who like how is an Irish? Uh, what is it? An Irish jig. How is that with another person from the audience in any way possibly funny? I don't know. It wasn't even, it wasn't that any of it was funny. It was just interesting. It was just, you know, I mean, they were really loving the the masturbation thing. He could have poked somebody in the eye with the microphone. Okay. Okay. Settle down, Grandpa. Running around with a microphone. He was walking on the tables. No, he fucking wasn't. Yes, he was. And you had to follow. No wonder. Yeah. You got to follow a guy walking on tables, jerking off the mic I didn't honestly, at the time, I wasn't sitting there going like, oh, good. I, I would have fucking this. lost my mind. I honestly thought, no problem. I was like, I mean, I'm- Oh, don't, wait, hold on. Just wait, please. Wait, you don't understand the kind of gigs that I do all the time. I wait, mean, they're listen, like- Let me just interrupt real quick. If any fucking middle act I was on the road was doing that, I promise you, <sighs> I put an end to it. Because it makes the audience. I know, but it wasn't it a good. You, it wasn't going to be good anyway. It, that's not true. If they would have had a monologist in front of you, I know, but it's too late at that point. When am I going to run on stage while he's on? I don't no, know. No, but he it's does. ridiculous. Like, am I going to yell at him after? Oh, really? Because do you think there's like network network executives going, "Wow, remember that guy that ran yeah, on tables?" Yeah, they probably do. No. They're probably like, "That guy's great." If they think it's, uh, it's it fucking matter. just stay. You You're, don't understand. It I was do like understand. Not like it wasn't like it I was fucking offends like, You're me. ruining my best. This might be my best show ever, and you're ruining it. I was like, it's no. It be has tough nothing anyway. to do with you. I'm just saying. Why do these comics? Do, what is he? A road comic, or he's from like? No, he's like Los Angeles. He's more alt, I guess. He that's alternative to walk across the stage, jerking off a mic stand. Well, he did it oh. in a flannel shirt. Oh, it's just fucking horrible. I don't even know the guy. But that's horrible. Don't do it again, whoever you are. Stay on the <laughs> stage. That's where you're fucking It perform. wasn't like, honestly, I said, do whatever you want. I go, just do, do whatever, whatever you want. You, what if he started running through the audience? I didn't know that's what he was going to do. Well, that actually would have been funny, I think. I, I don't know. I, I Look, I wasn't sitting there like thrilled at this guy, but I didn't think like, I mean, at that point, it's just going to be like marginally worse than it would have normally been anyway. Hey, in my let's mind. get the whole audience to stand up and do Simon Says. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I knew that like he had a lot of energy, horrible. so it was going to be a little hard. But here's what I thought. I've done enough of these stupid gigs. I just do crowd work, and it works out 
totally fine. I get them on my side, you know, whatever. So I go on, I start doing crowd work. It's not really working. Like they won't even really give me real answers or anything. So then I go, okay, I'll just do material. It'll be fine. And then it's, that's not working either. Then I start, that's when, maybe That's five when you ran across in. the tables? No, that's about five minutes in where I was like, ooh, this, this is a little trickier than I thought. Like, I started to feel a little open micery. Then they started feeling sorry for me. Like, they were like, just talk about your family. You got some stories about your family? Like, they were telling <laughs> me, like, what I could talk about that might, like, engage them. But they didn't have any, like, like, a lot of my jokes sort of have, like, it's not literal. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not literally retelling things about my life, you know? Did it, so was, a lot of my stuff is kind of like, it's... It's obscure. It's meant to be, like, humorous on another level, I guess. And so they were oh, like... Oh, see how snobby you are? I'm trying to say it without being, like, an asshole about it, but the truth of it is, it's not like, I'm not fucking Bobby Kelly talking about my life. That's not what I do. And so I won't feel do. bad about it either because that's just not what I do. Yeah, but you don't have to feel bad, but don't but, act but like But I'm a, not acting. But that's the thing. That's You're yeah. putting that off on me. I'm not allowed to describe my type of comedy. You said it's another level. No, I said it's a different kind. Didn't you say uh, it's a different I did, Okay, or another level. I didn't mean a higher level. Oh, okay. Then I, just I took meant it wrong. Like, it's a different. Jesus, I know, but that's the way that people who aren't. Like oh, no, a certain kind of comic, like you and the fucking your douchebag friends from the cellar, they're like, honesty is all that is so important in comedy. It's like, you know what? If if left to, to you guys, there'd be just one kind of comedy, and that I didn't is say it. There was anything That'd wrong be the with only way. Kind of yeah, because if anybody else ever describes anything different, you're acting like you're so cool. But no, I thought you said I'm at a higher level. I'm sorry, I made a mistake. Trust me, these people looked at me like I was a fucking open micer. Like the lady they could sing, not believe. Didn't the lady yell, could do racial material? So then there was a woman that was like <laughs> kind of heckling me, but she was being kind of funny. But it was the only time I got any kind of like sort of energy going. How was so, she funny? How was the lady funny? What? The heckler. How the hell? She was, she was a character. You know, she might. She had to have been on drugs or something. There's something going on. It's the worst casino. It's it was the fucking worst. <laughs> pretty. It's like oh, it's almost off track betting, Yonkers Raceway. It's that. It's just the lowest. And form. I found out that the tickets are only five dollars each, so it's not like five bucks. Yeah. To see a guy run across a table jerking off a mic, that should be at least seven dollars. That should be. See, I so, hope next um, time he does that, he trips and the mic, mic stand goes right through him. Go ahead. So anyway, this 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 woman whatever and then she was like i'm leaving or whatever and people started cheering that she was leaving like they didn't like that she was heckling or whatever well then it's fine yeah what? They didn't i like love her. though that you're about to fucking no, take saying, me down even i'm not taking you, you down there. taking her down not you down who cares but, i told i was like this i go donna you get back here and finish what you started in the audience because it was kind of i thought it was funny to say i didn't really want her to come back and then the audience was like Oh, come on. That's when they started. Like, talk about your family. Were they so, old or young? There was a lot of really old people. But there was young people, too. But there was... It was like... I can't explain the... So you did 45 minutes? There was people that never cracked a smile one time. Like, were looking at me like... There was a lady who worked at the casino in marketing. And she brought her parents there. And she never <laughs> won... Like... 
she, it was like she was horrified by what was happening. And then this other woman was like, got mad that the other lady was heckling. So then I was like, she goes, I don't like that she was heckling you and stuff. And I go, but you're heckling me now. And she goes, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm mad at her for heckling. And I was like, but now you're doing it. So like, but they couldn't like, I don't know. I couldn't get anybody to embrace my thought pattern. My, I was just fucking around, joking, but it was like. So you had to do 45 minutes. So I did 45 minutes on the How long nose. did it feel like you did? I don't know. Like when I was up there, I didn't care at all. Like at one point, you I weren't did sweating. Think, you didn't get nervous. No, at one point I was like, I was sweating because I was sick. But at one point, I was like, I might not get paid. Like I thought <laughs> that, but I wasn't like like when you're up there. Sometimes in it, it's fine. You're like, whatever. Who cares? I mean, I was like, oh, trying. Maybe to it's better than you thought. Maybe you just think it wasn't that good. N- um. Well, the thing was, is the reason that made it so bad was that if I told a joke that they liked, they would overly laugh and applaud like they wanted me to do well so the lady said but don't do racial race. but that woman was like don't do racial can you not do any racial material was she white which i wasn't doing was she white or i black? couldn't see i think so what do you mean you couldn't see it wasn't the lady who was the heckler or was it no different? that girl was black donna donna <laughs> now you're starting to know your audience members jackie was chinese so um, the lady said, stop doing racial material. Didn't you go and do a racial joke right after that? So then I was making, yeah, I was, I was doing jokes like that, uh, as though that was my whole act was just racial material, but she didn't get that either. She was getting, they were getting upset for me. Like, come on, you, you're better than this. Like that kind of thing. So then the waiter that loved you before you went on wouldn't talk to you after you got off? There was a, a lack of eye contact. <laughs> I think you exaggerate. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. I, it was it was bad enough that the other two comedians like gave me like a pat on the back when I came on. But they're not in your league. Who the fuck are they to say to you? Like, if no, it, no, they weren't. It, it, look, you're uh, you're making this into like that they think they're better than me or whatever. In that situation, they did do better than me. I don't think that in their minds they left thinking like, uh, that's the best that I could ever do. And that they just watched me at my fucking peak. No, I think they thought she had a fucking shitty show. That audience did not get her at all. I think it's the fact that you had to follow a guy running across the table. I'm sure all things added up. But also, I never quite do very... I, that kind of audience, I never do that That's well with. That's not true. If I, can get, if I can get going with them on the... the um, <clears throat> what do you call it? Doing crowd work, then it's fine. But I couldn't. I just couldn't. They wouldn't give me real answers and stuff. Listen, any comic that just any, and it's it's kind of a stereotype, but it's true. Any female comic that's going to go on after a guy brings an audience member up on stage to do the Irish jig is going to have a tough time. Why? Why does that have to do with gender? because, well, because you always say female comics have it tough to begin with once they walk on stage, okay? Uh, they have one strike against them. You've said it a million times, okay? But so, I haven't said it a million times, but I feel like you're you've said that reducing least, my entire statement to one thing. But. No, I'm not reducing. I'm saying that why it makes it so tough. Because you got to... Fu- That's like... Uh, you know, it's just... It, Okay, any monologist to follow 
the Irish jig audience member participation part of a show makes it tough because the audience is already out of the comedy. They're not. They're not used to comedy now. They're used to just a free for all. Or do you know what I'm I mean? Down, you would have killed in this audience. I, you would have killed them. I know that. I know it. That's what I was telling my friend Jacqueline the other night. Like, you know, that really, I shouldn't have married someone. I might start crying. Why? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> I should have married someone who I could never be better than in the field that I've chosen. Because it's like, I That's could be true. good. Better... But like in life, in the in the big scheme of things, like I'm a good comic. I know that or whatever. But it's like you never get to fucking have this like, you never get to have moments of like wild ego flights of fancy because you know that the put like i can't explain it anytime i've ever done well on stage you go on and do better it's like i never get to have that thing where i'm like yeah bitch that's how you do it oh the other night like if you're not there sometimes i get it but then i still know that if you were in that room you would i mean people just do love you as a comedian i mean they do. So it's like, it's hard. But one, I've been hard. doing it 10 years longer than you. No, I know. I'm not taking anything away from you. I'm not I trying would to make you be. feel bad about it. I'm just saying, it, it's probably not great for your ego in 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 the big scheme of things. But you get more opportunities. Like even, I'm just talking about like, let's say you're a scientist and you married a scientist, but he's like one like for... Nobel Prizes. Sure. Then... You know, you can never like. You're always like, uh, I'm the, I'm a scientist too. You know, you're always like. Yeah, but who gets more opportunities? You get more opportunities than me, hands down in this I, business. I don't. I don't think that's true. Oh, you have. Yes, you do. You have meetings. That people want to see you. You're very. Well, I do have more, like, skills outside of actual stand-up, probably. Yeah. So like writing or whatever, like I can spell. <laughs> I'm, I can type with all all my fingers. I'm good on camera. Remember what the You're other great. day? Great. I don't even want to be on camera. Don't yeah. lie and say don't. you don't want to be on camera when you go to an interview. Don't. I'm not saying what it is, but you go to to an interview to be on camera. But that was like such a huge opportunity. I mean, so you, you can't. can't well, you I can't. Say. Like I can't. I, I mean, it's like saying like if somebody's like you don't want to be a writer, right? In all. Intents and purposes. Do you want to be a writer? But you fucking took that job writing for the Oscars because who wouldn't? Yeah, but that, that I feel like that's, that's a, the same thing. You're not pursuing that. Yeah, but that, that's you are writing for a show. Whenever I did Tough Crowd or or do Joy Behar or any of those Talking Head shows, you got to be a writer. That you got to write your own stuff. Do you miss the point I'm making or no? Yeah, because you're actually arguing my point for me right now. That whether it is the thing that is number one on your list or not, you are expected to do a lot of things that might not necessarily be your number one. We were doing, I'm not going to talk. Do you get it? I I, I never know if you understand anything or not because you just like look straight ahead with your mouth hanging open. And then I'm supposed to just take that as like, oh, clearly he gets what I'm, okay, he's got it. He's got it. Didn't after you did that gig, Dustin... Who was the host? Who books a room, a couple rooms? Yeah, he gave me like three days right <laughs> after that. I was like, that was weird. I, it's and then the people. Like, oh, I don't know if he it. felt sorry for me. Like he just watched me have the worst show ever, and then he gave me like three weekends. No, one. It was two. Ni- it was three nights. And didn't the guy that booked you email you that night? Go, how did it go? 
No, he texted me when I was in the car on the way home, and he was like, how'd it go? Like, I don't, I'm sure he had heard. No. See, I don't he know said, yeah. that, that he's not the easiest person to get in touch with. He's like very busy all the time. So for him to just randomly one hour after I'm done to text me like, how'd it go? I hate that. Like when back in the day when I wasn't like clubs and I, you know. He probably heard. They probably like. I wonder what they said to him. Though. Probably like back in the They're day. Like, when she I, wasn't ready. I used to have like people uh, club out. So how do you think it went? Whenever they go, how do you think it went? They're like, oh, how do I think it went? I don't know. You know, how do you don't? Are you saying just say it sucked? Don't yes, go. How yeah. do you think it went? Yeah, that's always go like, go. Hey. On those singing shows, too, they're always like, when they're about to give them a bad review, they always go, so how did you think you did? Oh, no, they'll go, hey, nice pants. Yeah. You look great. (laughs) Love your hair. Um, I got fired. I remember when I got fired when I first started from a club. I stunk. And then they called me and go, don't come back tonight, Saturday. I got fired once, too, from uh, Princeton. Do you know that what I what? It's funny when you wait. You got fired from Princeton. What happened? What's that club called? Catch, Catch a Rising Star. Catch a Rising Star in Princeton. I was the middle act. This was years and years ago. And uh, who was the headliner? I stayed at a hotel. I checked in for the whatever full week. I don't remember who the headliner was. Rob McNaughty. No, but he had he had an Emmy for writing. But he would always say it in his. Paul Mercurio? No, no. This was like before those guys. Like, this was. This was really when I first got to New York. It was really early in my, my travels. This was before I'd moved to LA and come back. So, but anyway, so I took a train out. <laughs> checked into my hotel. I was very excited. Princeton. Princeton, and. Uh, you know. Whatever. I didn't think I did poorly. I don't remember. I remember it being like a very light audience that first night. Maybe it was Wednesday through Saturday night show or something. So it was like a Wednesday night and it was very light. There was only like less than 20 people in the audience. And the MC didn't really get any less. And I went on and I was joking around about like... You know, I was being self-deprecating, you know. And then when I get got off, I felt like the the man, club manager was He's mad at me a little bit. But manager. it was fine. I didn't care. I mean, it didn't bother me. I really, I remember thinking like, well, I'm not getting fired because no, like nobody did well on that show, you know. And then um, the next morning I got up, I went for breakfast with the other comedians i came back and the red light was blinking on my hotel room phone and i knew immediately i didn't want to take the i didn't want to like check the message i knew immediately i was like shit <laughs> so then i had to go down but wait who called who was calling you so the manager called and said i wasn't ready to do the club and i tried to talk my way out of it i was you know whatever you talked to the guy Oh, no, it was my manager. That's right. And he was saying, they don't think you're ready, whatever. And I was like, "And eh, no, you know, whatever. I was mad about it. And then, um, so I had to go down, check out. And the lady at the check, she goes, oh, you're supposed to be here for the whole week. Aren't you here with the comedy club? I go, my grandma died. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I was like, mm-hmm. it's too embarrassing. And you took the train back? I took the train back. That, uh club that, that manager man. was such a fucking asshole there i was supposed to work there one week 
you know, and it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, maybe Sunday. I don't fucking know. So I'm I'm there. I don't know what it paid to headline. Uh, I let's even say a thousand dollars back then, maybe, probably a thousand bucks back then. <clears throat> and then I got a call to host Woodstock. So of course I'm gonna host Woodstock. It was three times the money, and it was Woodstock. So I called him and canceled. I go, look, I can do Thursday night for you. And, uh, you know, because I didn't have to do Woodstock till Friday. And, no, I did Woodstock Thursday, Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, so I go, look, I could do Thursday night for you guys. So I got there and they were pissed off. I go, look, can you pay me before I go on? Because I didn't trust they were going to send me the money. The guy started yelling, what, you don't trust us? You think we're not going to pay you? Yeah, probably not because I canceled you. Hmm. You know, I don't. I I wouldn't. I I don't want to take that chance. And he wouldn't give me the money. They did send me the money for the Thursday night, but the guy was such an asshole. I was so happy that I got to do it. He, they're you know, they're managers of like of ho- They work in hotels as managers. Then they throw a comedy club in, so they say to this manager, "Hey, you got to go manage the comedy club." Right, and all they they don't know anything about fucking comedy. They were just hotel managers. So then, you know, now he's a comedy club manager, you know, and he thinks you're not right. What the fuck does he know about fucking comedy? He knows nothing about comedy. Go fuck yourself. You don't fire my wife. If I was the headliner, I wasn't in, your wife. I know. It's when you first okay, started. But the headliner should have stuck up for you, whoever the headliner was. I think he might have. I don't remember. I mean, it it happened in the day, so what were we going to do? Huh? It happened in the day. You, didn't you call him and say, hey, I gotta, I'm getting fired? I'm I leaving. did. I did. And what did he say? You don't remember? I don't remember how it went. I remember he was nice. He was like... I, um, Who the fuck won an Emmy? Who oh the fuck God. is it? Maybe he was like a writer on Bill Maher's show or something. Danny Vermont? No. No. But it kind of someone like that. Like, Mike Royce? No. Tom Hertz? No. You could I mean, I could try to look him up later. I don't I don't remember. How that. would you look it up? I don't know, it's Google. Google. Writers on Bill Marshall. But it was like his early show, his ABC show. Or maybe even his Comedy Central Jeff show. Jeff Stilson? No. Oh, Gabe Abelson? No. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Uh, Or maybe he was a writer on Dennis Miller's show. Oh, uh, Feldman? No. David Feldman? No. Uh, Jim Hanna? Stop. Stop. No? None of them? Mm. I'm going to find out. I want to get to the bottom of this. Okay. I think that club still goes. Didn't you work there again? You worked there again. I headlined there. Yeah, a couple of years ago. I should get. I should try to get that gig again. Yeah, why not? Not a bad gig. Well, it's close to the house. So yesterday was Mother's Day. Did you have a nice Mother's Day? Yeah, it was really, really good. You did good this time. Good presents. First thing in the... Well, I said I get to sleep in, and then Raina somehow slept in until almost 11. So we, so we all, all slept in. So we all woke up in a really good mood, because we had worked this weekend, so we were really... Three shows a night. Pretty burnt out. Let's talk about that MC that. Oh, yeah, go us. ahead. Rich and I are bullies. 
And, <laughs> We're not bullies. Well, because I talked to Jacqueline about it, and she was like, "Well, you guys don't understand how intimidating you are." And I was like, "Ugh, it's it, that that answer drives me nuts." Intimidating comedy? Why are people comedians? If yes, if you're gonna like really. A two fucking has been never made it. So really gonna intimidate you. Just call me a never made it. I'm not a fucking has been. I did. I've done so much in this business. All right, but I mean, don't. It's not like we're Chris Rock sitting there. Yeah, but to some people we are at that level. I mean, we fucking done a hundred TV shows. So have you? I know, but I mean, I know. Someone someone asked me this weekend if I do you feel a lot of pressure because you have an HBO special that you have to do well every time. I was like. No, <laughs> like I don't. It's so funny that I never, like I would never think that. Well, I've got a reputation to uphold. All right, go ahead. So the MC walks over to us. This is the first show Friday night, um, and it's early. You know, because it's still light out. It's a fucking the show seven starts o'clock. at seven. Yeah, Saturday night the show started at seven thirty. I think. Well, first we were outside. I was talking to Russ Maneve. And Bonnie sees him, me talking to him and came running out like a little schoolgirl. I hadn't seen him in a long time. She came running out. Her pigtails were flying in the air. One time, Russman Eve is a very funny comedian and uh, rather good looking, a strapping young man. Um, and one time, my friend wanted me to set her up with him, a comedian girl that I know. And I told Rich that. And, she, and what did you say? You were like... Her with him? What? He's a 10. <laughs> He's a 10. I didn't know he was a 10 until you told me. Yeah, well. So um, that's Russ Maneve and. Uh, Want to give a shout out to Russ Maneve. Yeah, shout out to Russ Maneve. Russ Maneve, who's uh, doing something on the side, which we don't know what it is. He won't tell us what it is. Russ Maneve doing something on the side. Doing a little something, something. On um, the side. If you know what Russ is doing on the side, please email me email and let me know. Email us, let us know. So, uh. Yeah, I came running out to say hello. You came running out, you almost tripped and lost your front teeth. <laughs> I was like sitting at the bar, I saw you out there talking to <laughs> <laughs> The bar stool went flying. <laughs> no, because it was boring in there. There was nobody to talk to. So, in. And I wasn't going to come out. And then I imagined him going like, what, Bonnie's too snobby to come out and say hello? Well, you are snobby. Yeah, so I can't win, can I? So, so the so we're sitting at the bar waiting for the show to start. This uh, jovial, uh, he must be from the alt scene also because no, he was also Island. wearing a uh, a plaid button down plaid flannel, and so he came over and he was like, "Hey, Bonnie, hi. Hey, Richard, hi." How's it going? And I was like, are you the MC? He's like, yeah. <laughs> and Rich goes, hey, hey, you're a little too happy. Calm down. <laughs> and the guy goes, oh, he got so defensive. He's like, what? I'm just saying hello. I'm just, okay, fine. And he like starts to walk away. Like he got really, you really uh, were bullying him. I wasn't bullying. So you you don't to... say to people, yeah, hey, calm, calm down. You're too happy. Yeah, you're he... bullying happy people. Yeah, look, okay? look, you're fucking in my space. You're fucking too ecstatic. People are allowed to be happy if they want to be happy, Not Rich. Yeah, but it, no one should be that ecstatic to be hosting a 7 o'clock show. Relax. He was literally bouncing. Like, <laughs> Relax, pal. Was like Hi. Tigger I would never over run to over to credits. fucking like fucking Tom Cruise go, hey, you know. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
then he goes, what do you want for your credits? So I told him my credits. And then when he introduced me, he just said whatever he felt well, like. Well, Bonnie's credit, Bonnie said, tell him I had a half an hour special on HBO and a Comedy Central special. And then I was in the room, I saw this, and I knew this was going to drive crazy, crazy. It drives crazy. me crazy, can this I say? Okay, because he just said she's been on HBO, she's been on Comedy Central. He might have said Showtime, I don't remember, like, no, which said, I H- never H- been H- on. HBO, Comedy Central. But you could have been on Carnival as a fucking extra. Yeah, I don't know what that show is, but... Remember it was on with, uh, what's her name? Whatever. You got me. Anyway, yeah. Or Tremors. Yeah, don't come ask for someone's credits. They're called Tremors. And then not, I don't know what you're talking about, but don't ask for someone's credits and then don't say their credits. It's like... What do you say? He goes, our next act has been on HBO. And she's, uh, yeah, done HBO, Comedy Central, please welcome... So then I, I don't know why, I didn't know I was going to say this and I just started coming out. I go, hey, what's his name, Sean or something? I don't know. Hey, MC. Is I was that- like, hey, whatever your name is. I knew his name at that point. I was like, remember when you asked me your credits? And then I told you my credits and then you came on stage and said whatever you wanted. Remember that? <laughs> and he was like deer in headlights. <laughs> He was almost sitting down and he didn't know if he should sit down or not. Like he was caught in that like crouch position, right? Like he was hovering on the toilet seat. You know what I mean? I was like, then it was weird because he wouldn't respond. So then I had to go a little darker. So then I started fucking, really fucking around with him and then getting the audience to laugh. But he was mad after the show. I forgot all about it, but he wouldn't shake my hand on the, you know, when I was getting off and he was getting back on. And then... I sat down at the bar and I could see him outside. Big gestures to every comic that walked up before they'd come into the club. I could see him like telling the story with these big hand gestures. Very well, upset. And then the, the girl who works there was like, I go, is he really upset? She goes, well, he doesn't really know you guys. So he doesn't know you're joking. And Well, he brought me on stage and shook my I don't know why they always want to shake your hand. And the first thing I said is, why do you got to touch you with your clammy fucking hands? I don't want to shake your oh clammy, like, sweaty hand. If this is what the mainstream comedy scene is like, I don't, I don't like it here. So yeah, we, we just so then I had to apologize to the guys. Like, look, I go, sorry, I was, you know, that was meant to be comedic. I didn't want to really make you upset. And then he was like, well, if that's something you're really upset about, the way I introduced you. And then I had to be like. Yeah, it does upset me. <laughs> Actually, that is kind of my pet peeve. You say I worked hard for my credits. I mean, personally, I don't give a fuck about credits. But if I do give credits, get them right. If I do give them, yeah, well, I try to make it as easy as possible. Because I, I hate, I you know what it is. You can say whatever you want. Say whatever credits you want. My my thing is, I hate the just. Like the generic, the generic. She's been on HBO or NBC. It's like it's just so stupid. It's, I, I, you know, I don't know why. It really drives me nuts. See, for me, because I have so I, many we get a credits, lot of credits to choose from. So many credits. I just go look. Say Jimmy Kimmel and wrote for the Oscars, or has a movie coming out. Has a movie coming out? Wrote for the Oscars. I try to make. it I want to do the movie coming out, but just don't say the title. Yeah, because if I say the title, women aren't, f- she's, you know, I mean, it's like hard just to follow, it. like, women aren't funny, please welcome Bonnie McFarlane. So just say she has a movie coming out. Okay. Like I do. Or, you know, 
I mean, I, I, it doesn't really matter because the audience isn't listening and doesn't fucking know anyhow. But the audience really um, responded well to me after that, and I think it's because real, I really hit, hammered home my credits <laughs> on that show. Well, Suddenly they realized it. Because, well, <laughs> the good thing about the host, he wasn't running across the table with a fucking mic stand. Uh, oh, the lives we lead. So then uh, we, we had three shows, and then we got, had Mother's Day yesterday. Where no, we, we had six shows on the weekend. Yeah, three, three Friday, three Saturday. So we weren't getting home till like two, two thirty every night. And and when you have shows at Stand Up New York, you know, one, there's no place to hang out. It's just a bar, right? You know, and then fucking, you know, why don't they make a dress room downstairs? I, you know, the guy said he was gonna do it. Fuck, I'm not working there no more until they get a fucking dressing room, and they. You know, and they in Times Square fucking lying to people to come to the show. And it is amazing instead of New York. It's like I, it, more than any other comic club I've worked at is foreigners. I mean, it's like every they, person you talk to is like they're Dutch or German or. They get them in Times Square and fucking scam them. And in sometimes like there were these two guys from Paris that honestly could barely speak English. Why would they be sitting in the middle of a fucking show? It's fucking sad. I know. Well, they, you, what do they tell them? There'll be puppets and jugglers. They just lie. They're in Times Square lying to these fucking people just to get rid of tickets. Sometimes there's kids in the audience. They tell them that, oh, it's family entertainment. I, you know, I can't, I, I can't go on. You know, you do these fucking clubs. Only a couple clubs in New York do that, but it's just get fucking what? Don't you, I gotta go pick up Raina. We got time. I'm just that saying we're almost wrong. done. Two forty nine. Okay, yeah. how much time? Let me see how much time we definitely did. done fifty minutes. No, we did forty four minutes. We'll wow. do another minute. Forty five minute podcast. Yeah, we're the forty five minute. That's what we should change the name to. What? Not a minute more than forty five. Forty five is good. If you're yeah, you're wasting valuable time. This weekend I'm in uh Louisville, Kentucky at the Comedy Caravan. I have a sh- Sunday night show, but I'm not doing it because I, I didn't know that. I fucking booked my flight home Sunday. I didn't know there was a Sunday show. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'll be at the Comedy Caravan in Louisville, Kentucky. Bonnie's, you're somewhere this Friday and Saturday, you said? Uh, Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. One's a, my, my boys in New Jersey have booked me, so I'm pretty sure they're New Jersey gigs. Your boys in New Jersey? I think one's Red Bank. So, Louisville, Kentucky, Comedy Caravan, Thursday, Friday. Somebody's going to have to get me on, what's the name of that course? Valhalla, Valhalla Golf Course Saturday. Valhalla, Valhalla, Valhalla Golf Course. I would like to play on Saturday. Uh <coughs> Well, anyhow, I think... Tuesday, are we going to Colin Quinn show? We're going to see Colin Quinn show tomorrow it's a night. It's show on Broadway. No, yeah. is it on Broadway? No. Off-Broadway. It's, uh, it's in the village. Uncos- That's Unconstitutional, right? Yep. We're going to go see Colin on a... We did a... We tested for a pilot the other day. And uh, we had a go in the afternoon... 
What what kind? Of, how could this story be good? I don't know. Where I want to tell them about the producer that called me. Like the producer called me. Why? Who? Because when I saw the producer, all right. What well anyhow? We tested for uh, this pilot. It went very well. We had a good time doing it with the people we did it with. So good luck to them. Good <laughs> luck to them. And uh, thank you for the water and hummus when we when we left <laughs> with your fucking horrible snacks. Very little craft service happening on that. None whatsoever. There was nothing for you to steal except two waters. That's all we could That's take all we with could us. leave. Anyhow, we're done. I think this is, uh, was this a better podcast? I enjoyed it. I had a good time. We at least had talked about something. All right. We're sort of being real. We're never not real. No, but I mean, sometimes it's just like bullshit, topical, crap. We haven't fought in a while. We got to step it up, have a fight. Oh, trust me, I could I could jump in any time. How's your how's your therapy going? What do you, what does that mean? Maybe we haven't had a fight because your therapy's going well. All right, we got to. You go. don't want to talk about it? Oh, what's there to talk about? We'll talk about it next week. I almost went and got a tattoo today. Finished my arm, but. I'm too sick. I don't think my body could have handled it. You know, when you're sick, you shouldn't be doing that kind of stuff to your body, right? Don't you agree? Yep. You I've like, already been over this with you several times, so. Uh, did you like Madman and Game of Thrones last night? Really? We're going to do this on the podcast? <laughs> I love Game of Thrones, because I think I'm supposed to say that. What I understand. None of it. Huh? It's like Helen Keller watching Game of Thrones with you. Whoa. Boom. Straight Good night. to the Helen Keller joke. Done. I might have done Whoa. that last week. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Didn't they have Helen Keller candy? Oh, no. Helen something. That's what we Any should call Hel- our production company, Helen What's Keller that? Productions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm tired. I bought new tennis balls. I got to go. Tennis. Bye, Bonnie kicked my butt in tennis yesterday. Right? Okay. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Is that Thank it? you. Louisville, Comedy Caravan this week. Don't fuck around. Show up. If you enjoyed My Wife Hates Me, subscribe and check out all the great podcasts at riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bomb and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too.